Okay, let's do this. This is Jeff. And I'm Andre. Are you ready? I'm ready. Love or work. Is anyone listening? No, don't put that on the air. These two people are really, really funny. This one made me cry. World Series champion. Around the entire world. NBA all-star. We hope you love this interview as much as we did. Love or work. Welcome to the Love Work Podcast. This is Jeff. And I'm Andre. And we have a fun, different kind of angle to a podcast today. Yeah, we uh, read an article together from the Harvard Business Review, and it was really, really interesting. And it led to like a long conversation between you and I, and I just feel like we should share it. Well, let's be honest. We talked about it, but then we actually, it was kind of like we both paraphrased the article. Like we kind of like read it in short and then we, did, we were like, what if we actually really read it, dug into this research, then had a conversation live? So we haven't prepped for this, you and I. That's true. It was together. more like, you need to read this article, Jeff. Oh, right. Because it's really good. Well, and, and to be fair and honest, it's kind of exciting when you see other people talking about the same thing that we we're talking about, right? Because when we started this, there were no examples for us of this topic, right? Yeah, there's not a lot of books or or um, just much information. It's more specifically to the dual career couple. Yeah, it's been something that's been happening and growing and growing and growing, but we haven't found a lot of research in that category. So that's what really spawned us starting this project together. Um, so when we see something now that really hits on that, and again, if you hear something and you're like, man, Jeff and Andre need to hear this. Send it to us. Direct message it through Instagram to us um, because we are researching this like crazy. We're trying to learn every angle that we can to share with all of you. So today, we're actually going to dig into this one article that we found. We'll link on it, uh, link to it on Instagram so you can read it and talk about it with your partner um, and go from there. Yeah. So it's from the Harvard Business Review and the article is called How Dual Career Couples Make It Work. And the person who wrote it is actually also writing a book called Couples That Work. And her name is Jennifer Petroglieri. I hope you got that right. Right? right. Jennifer, if you hear this, and first of all, if you hear this and you're like, you know what? They totally did not give my research credit. Call us. We want to interview. (laughs) (laughs) Secondly, if we totally mispronounced your name, we're sorry. I mean, our last name is Schinnebarger. So, yeah. A lot of people have mispronounced our name also. So basically, it's about dual earner couples or dual career couples. And dual career couples is more on the like highly educated, both work full-time, demanding jobs. Um, They have this upward trajectory in their careers. Um, That's kind of the idea of who we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And basically now... 63% of couples with kids, um, both partners work. So this is the majority. Yes. The majority of our culture, this is their... And it's on the rise. They're seeing it increase more and more every single year from Pew Research. Totally. So really what she talks about the most, I think, in this article um, was, first of all, she also restated the same thing that you and I said about that there's not a lot of guidance. There's not a lot of information out there 
which is what led her to really research this. Interviewed she, she interviewed a hundred couples. couples. It's so funny, similar to us. Um, and uh, you know, but most advice that you read about careers or things like that is really toward the solo career person, right? You know, not talking about adding all the other variables of kids and family, a partner. Um, aging parents, you know, all the different dynamics that play a role in it. So I feel like this is right on brand and yeah. on target to, to what we're doing. What we're doing. Yeah. Now, let me give a little twist here that you might not know. And I didn't want to reveal this too early. Of course. Of course. When Jennifer. we decided last night to do this little conversation, I went ahead and downloaded the book. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to give some tidbits that I learned in the book oh when I was God. reading last night and this morning. Look at him trying to like show himself I'm, off. Listen, I'm not you are showing off. So I really, th- I really thought, man, you can really target the article, and I'll just bring some side nuggets, just some side nuggets, just a you little bit are more. Ridiculous. Now I'm going to be honest. I haven't you just spring this on. I me. haven't fully, completely finished the book. Of course, you did not read an entire book in one night. No. I didn't, but I definitely highly got some nuggets (laughs) that I think are just going to add some color commentary to this conversation. Yes. You always add a little color. So let's talk about, so she really talks about kind of phases of life and that there are these tension points or she called them transition points. Yeah. I call them tension points because I definitely feel like these transition times in life cause a lot of tension. Yeah. Um, so the first one is... Which, again, I really like that she did this. We hadn't, in all the stuff that we've talked about, we haven't really pinpointed these before. Yeah. And it, it just adds so much more. It does. So the first one is, the first transition is working as a couple. So that would be like in your 20s and 30s when you're basically moving from this independent life solo career, that kind of thing, to becoming a partner, whether that's married or long-term partnership, to now having interdependent careers and lives. So independent to interdependent. Yes. Yeah. And you got some color commentary for well, me one right of the, here? You know, <laughs> one of the things she brings up, which I thought was so great, the, the key question in this transition is how can we make this work? How can we make this work? Work And this is like, honestly, I I think it's probably in those first, you know, people talk about the seven year itch or whatever. I think it's those first seven years of marriage. I think a lot of these people are starting to have kids. Um, And not to say that everyone has kids in the first seven years. We didn't. But it's it's like you guys are you had a career on your own. Then all of a sudden you came together. You have a career. You're you're you have these dual careers and you're trying to figure out what life looks like. It's very. Um, production oriented. It's very um, practical. Practical. Like you do this, I'll do this. You do this, I'll do this. And um, yeah, so I, I like the idea of the interdependent um, career season that you have. Yeah. And she talks about there are traps. There are these two traps that you can kind of fall into in each, in each phase or transition. We're going to talk about the traps. But the traps in this one were where you only concentrate on the practical. So you're kind of really focused, like we talked about, you do this, I do that. That 50-50, you're, you're, you're like really trying to make this like a 50-50 partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's stop there Which for a is second. a trap. This is a, this is a false, this is a myth. Yeah. 
because is there it poss- literally yeah. is never a possibility of a 50-50 every day, every week, every month. Oh, that was going to be my follow-up question to you. Do you think this is a, <laughs> is there such a thing as a 50-50? I think I mean I think we strive for that sometimes, but I really don't think because there's definitely, you know, busy seasons for one career or another um where you just realize that you know, I got to take over and do a lot more while you're in kind of a work busy season. Sure. And so I feel like at those times I'm still working. So I feel like I'm doing like, you know, a lot more family that what you can handle at that point. And that's okay. As long as it kind of swings and goes back, we have some ebb and flow, but I really don't think that that's a real true possibility of 50, 50. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's kind of her baseline that she shared. I actually wrote down a quote that she had from the article um, that I'd love to read. She said, The 50-50 marriage in which household and childcare are divided equally between the partners and their careers are perfectly synced. First of all, there's no way that it's going to be perfectly synced. Uh, but go back to her quote. This may seem like an ideal, a noble ideal. My research suggests that instead of obsessively trying to maintain an even score, dual career couples are better off being relentlessly curious, communicative, communicative, and proactive in making choices about combining their lives. Which is really at the core of what she's saying. That 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 idea that you shared at the beginning. Instead of um, independent careers, we're transitioning to interdependent careers. Yeah, and I think she also talks about another trap, which is um, at this phase, a lot of people make decisions primarily focused on money. So who makes the most money? Well, then we'll, you know, you go first and we'll focus on that or whoever, you know, it's it's very money driven in the beginning. And I think she says that that's a trap because you're really forgetting those deep, uh, a lot of times, you forget the values that you have or your deep desires that you have because you put money as the priority, which then can come back and get you later um, when you lose those like deep beliefs and values that you, you know, those core things that you hold on to because you give that up for the money value as being more of a priority. Totally. I mean, I think it's interesting, just a little color commentary for the book on this part. Uh, this is one of the things I really wanted to share. She talks about, she saw some commonalities in her research that couples, what she referred to, start doing couple contracting. Yeah. And um, these are in-depth discussions of three core areas, values, boundaries, and fears. And from those three things, then as a couple, you're making this contract together. Well, based on our values, this is what we believe then how are we going to make decisions? Or so then you you have these kind of like you come together and go, life is busy. We need to set some values that are going to decide how we move forward. And in the middle of that, you had to make boundaries, which at the first side of this, you know, it's kind of limiting. It feels limiting. And um, but in the end, it actually gives you the opportunity to grow. And then the third is this freedom to share your fears in the midst of making these decisions, you know? So you're saying that dual career couples should do those things more so than the practical 50-50 and the money-making decisions. Exactly. I think, I mean, that's what she, I think that's what she's referring to too, is like, 
in this first phase, this is kind of the stuff you got to work through. So it's values, boundaries. And fears. And fears. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what we were saying. It's Those are the roots. Those are the deeper things that actually really matter hmm. on the inside. But yet during these first years, we make everything super practical and super surface with just the practicalities of life, the 50-50, and the money-making. Right. And so to change those discussions to more values, uh, boundaries, I already And fears. And fears. I mean, this is yeah. like, yeah, I mean, the truth is like, as I was reading this, I was thinking, yeah, we went through this phase. We have gone through this phase multiple times as a couple. Yes, this is like a constant conversation for sure. Right. All right, let's move to our next phase because I feel like our next transition transition, because I feel like we could we could sit in this in each transition for a long time, but we have a podcast and you don't want to be here all day, people. So the next one is called uh, reinventing themselves, and this is the second transition. Basically, this is kind of forties a little bit kind of during your 40s. And it's this time of life where you kind of want to uh, reinvent yourself a little bit. It's this individuation part phase of life. Um, you know, people even call it your like midlife crisis time and things like that. You're looking at me like I'm going through a midlife crisis right now. Which you are. Okay, okay. so let's, this is this is nice and uh, relevant. relevant to Jeff. <laughs> Um, But basically, this is the tension points in this is where, you know, you've had these long settled kind of arrangements already for the first however many years you've been together of your careers, of your identities, of your relationships, of how you've done life. And then all of a sudden, one person or one part of the, you know, couple is um, just struggling with it and wants to maybe explore alternatives, wants to kind of reinvent, maybe wants to change careers. Um, And that can be feel to the other partner who is not feeling those things, can also feel kind of threatened by that in their relationship or feel insecure or have a lot of fears around that when all of a sudden somebody wants to change or things need to change. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is if that in that first transition, the question they ask is, how can we make this? We ask is, how can we make this work? In the second transition, the question we ask is, what do we really want? What do yeah. we really want? And it, it's in the second phase where you're, you know, reevaluate. You like you, you just kind of made it work in the first phase. The second phase, it's like re, the re, you know trying to figure out the side effects of making it work. Yes. Yes. And so there are two traps in this phase that can happen um, where it leads to a little bit of like mistrust and defensiveness where, you know, it's like, wait a minute, what's going on? Why are we all of a sudden flipping the script? Why is everything all of a sudden changing? It was working so well, you know. So we kind of um, get to that mistrust defensive point. And then another one is... um, asymmetric support where it feels like, you know, as one partner is really kind of changing, reinventing, struggling, you know, making a different career path, the other partner is feeling alone in supporting them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one of the important things in this is that we feel secure. So if one person is really 
struggling with, you know, I think in this phase you're really trying to wrestle through purpose in that, in this transition. And one person needs to have a secure feeling, a secure, um, a safe place for the other person to wrestle through this. And it probably shifts back and forth, but that's really important. It's important to me right now. I mean, I'm going through a, a certain phase where I'm questioning a lot of things about my life. And, and I think it's important and I've reached out to you saying, hey, I need you to be the secure one and stick with me in the midst of this. Yeah, yeah. All right, and let's go on to the next transition, which is the third one, which is called, she calls it, loss and opportunity. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of 50s, 60s, and beyond. Um, basically, this is the shifting roles to later in life. Um, you know, you've experienced a lot of losses. This is where a lot of people lose their parents. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, or or are doing um, caretaking yeah. of their parents, mm-hmm. or they're mourning things. You know, children are leaving the home. Um, you are empty nesters, um, and so there's a lot of loss of mourning different parts of life that have just changed. And then there is also a lot of opportunity where you can say, who am I now? Who yeah. do I want to be for the rest of my life? What, you know, what is this future for me now? Um, which was previously kind of defined maybe by your children, your career, things like that. Yeah. I mean, going back to those three questions, the first question, how can we make this work? The second, how do, what do we really want? And then this third question is, who are we now. I mean, I think yeah. that's um, given, you know, kids are out of the house and went through this thing and my parents aren't around anymore. And what, you know, well, who, who am I going to be in this third season of life? And um, that's a, it, it's interesting because we've interviewed a handful of couples that are in that third season mm-hmm. and it's a hard, it's a hard transition. Um, and it's very different than the other two because they're, they're reinventing themselves a little bit. It's another reinvention. It's mm-hmm. just a little bit different than in your 40s when you're still kind of maintaining a career. Um, this is a lot of retirement and changing too. So things like the opportunities might look a little bit different. You might not be just looking to advance your career anymore. Now you're kind of looking for um, mentoring, giving back, uh, um, joining boards, um, mm. rediscovering your passions that you had that you never had time for. And now you want to go back to those things that you loved. Um, this is a, you know, mourning the old and welcoming the new. And I think she makes a really key point in this, um, is that the goal in this is to reinvent yourselves together. Mm. And that's the hard, that's the different part, you know, Mm. um, is, and, and that's the key that she says will really get you through this transition is if you are looking at that together with your partner, rather than both of you kind of going on your own separate ways of Mm -hmm. what you love and what you want to do. All right. So we read this article. I did some little cheat sheet things on the side with the book. Um, and I will say, it just digging into the book a little bit, like I can't wait to finish the book. I can. She is an incredible researcher, and we just scratched the surface on the concepts that are in the book. I think I I would highly recommend that you get this if this is intriguing so to you. So the book is called Couples That Work by Jennifer. 
Petra Gleary. Couples that work, how dual career couples can thrive in love and work. Really? Love and... I mean, it's like, right. This is like us right here. We are like doing a joint effort together. So here's my question to you, Andre Schinnebarger. What, after reading through all this, after prepping for this, what's your big takeaway uh, from this article personally that that you're gonna that you're thinking about based on based on what you read well I you know I'm a very like in the moment person it's really I don't look very far ahead in life a mm. lot of times I am the one of us two like you are a visionary and a look ahead person and I'm a very much like be present right here with what's in front of us and enjoy it and be in it and struggle through it. Um, and so for me to kind of see it spelled out a little bit like clearly in phases and transitions was really nice to see. Um, and also to remember that like there are so many, there are seasons, you know, and this if you're struggling in one of these seasons or one of these transitions right now, that it's going to change and it's going to move into a different place in a different time. And so, um, yeah, I think we're kind of moving into this second transitional season and, um, but it was, and there's a lot of hard things in that, but then it was also nice to be like, Oh, but we're also going to move into this, we get to reinvent our future when we're, you know, old together and what can that look like together? You know, that is going to be a different season. Mm. And, um, if it's hard right now with all the kids here and everything we've got going on soon, they will, it's like 10 years and they're going to be gone into another, you know, place and we're going to have a different season. So it was nice to have the broad perspective for me because I'm usually just, in it, in the day to day. What about you? Well, you know, in the second transition, which I feel like we're in right now, I actually, what's interesting is I think that you might have entered that season before me. Um, now your response to it was different than mine, but you, uh, I feel like the last, I don't know, four or five years, you've been, you've been asking a question, well, what do I want? What do I want in life? What do I want my life to look like? Where do I want, you know, you gave yourself the freedom to say that as an individual. And I, and I was kind of responding to that. And then there's a point at which for me in this year, I started realizing like, I don't know what I want, Mm -hmm. you know? And so even though her question is, what do we really want? I think we're together. We're going to have to get there. But right now I'm like, wow, like I, I found myself recently going to do everything, to do all these things that other people wanted me to do. In the midst of it, I was thinking, do I really want to do this? Is mm-hmm. this, is this what I want, you know? Yeah. And, and I think I'm in the middle of that right now a little bit, um, of yeah. figuring out what I want in the midst of the things I know that I'm good at. And, um, so anyway, it's an interesting thing. And, and I think I have a feeling on the back end of this. Now we're going to come back together and be like, okay, so this is what you want. This is what I want. <laughs> Now, how, how do does, we be, how does yeah. this come together? Yeah, because um, we figured out the logistics of life. We can do that. We can fit. You know, we've gone through that season. We can communicate well to figure that stuff out. But I think there's a beauty in that curiosity, right? Mm-hmm. Of just continuing to explore and be curious and um, let that be 
a natural part of your relationship to explore, be curious together and see where it takes you mm. and not be so confined to the boundaries or the boxes or the things that we have kind of set in place that we can open that up a little bit. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and this intrigues you, I would say go buy the book. It's on Amazon right now. You can go get it. And um, and what? It, let me tell you this. If you read it with your partner, you're going to find yourself in one of these transitions probably. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you just went through one or maybe you're like, oh, this is the transition coming. You know, what do I need to think about? And I think this will be really helpful for you. We want to get support and get behind books that are on the same topic as us and, and, and content that is helping all of you that are wrestling through these questions with us. And this is one of those ones where we're like, man, you know, we need to take a segment and encourage people to get behind this and to yeah. read it. We'll link to the Harvard Business Review article, which is a premise of it um, on Instagram. So you can check that out. And um, yeah, thank you, uh, Jennifer, for, for leading this research and joining us in this longer term story that we're all trying to figure out together. The conversation of love or work. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by DJ Obdiggy for Soul Graffiti Productions.